another episode ready to go They're gonna talk about the good and the trash and anything in between Cherishing make-believe, get ready for Halloween, it's the horror show I know you miss those guys, tune in and find out what's on their list tonight They butcher and dissect, take apart and mutilate Listen to your two favorite brainiacs communicate It's the horror show Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Horror Show, the show that dissects, mutilates, dismembers, and butchers all of your favorite and not-so-favorite horror movies and other cult favorites. I changed it. Change it. See if it sticks. I'll probably forget it next week. Uh, I just had been thinking about it. Oh, I'm Sean. I'm Joe. Uh, Stay weird. Uh, What's going on? Nothing. Um... Yeah, I'd been thinking about it that whole Patreon episode where I was like, fuck this, man. I love Action Movie Month. We're building it into the fucking the horror show franchise. As we mentioned, we are the Evil Dead 2 of podcasts, so fuck it. Let's just fucking do whatever the fuck we want. Who gives a fuck? Who gives a fuck? So I, said it, I said it on the Patreon episode. I know that we're going to have people that are like, why are you talking about this? Uh, listen, these movies... Most of most of our listeners love these kind of movies, but if you're not, yeah. if you if if you're like strictly horror, these movies are so horror adjacent. They have more death, more violence, more witty one liners than ninety percent of the movies that we cover on here. Like you can't tell me listening to us talk about alien abduction and listening to us talk about this are different. They're, this, this, yeah, like this is nah. a higher level of, of enjoyment across the board. <laughs> yeah, I agree completely. And and yeah, the blood and guts in these movies that we're going to cover are are fucking wild and just absurd and it, it really is it, what is the difference? And, and I mentioned it on our Patreon episode we just recorded, but like you're going to tell me fucking A24. Like come on, come on. I'll, I'll take this over an A24 movie all fucking day. Like fucking fucking the guy gets shot and blood sprays everywhere like it was a fucking cannon that went through him it was fucking crazy hey hey, hey sean uh, that scene is i thought <laughs> i was assuming it was going to show a shotgun and then he's just holding like a, a little 22 like, Whoa, wow, well well then <laughs> fucking blew off his shoulder <laughs> fucking unreal um this week we are covering action jackson from 1988 starring the the incomparable is that the word uh carl weathers carl weathers yeah whose acting chops Creed himself his acting chops in this all i could think about was his character in arrested development which is himself playing a, like an absurd version of himself that's like the way he's acting in this and i'm questioning whether that is actually just carl or not <laughs> Because this is crazy. Like, the way he acts in this is so... There's a couple of scenes where he almost even talks to the camera. Like, he, he's just talking out loud. Like, just complain. It's so fucking funny. Um, I actually... It, it, that's all true. When, when you pitched this idea, this action, Jackson, I thought this was a black... Splo- I, I, I didn't know anything about it. I thought it was a black exploitation from the 70s. Just assumed by, like, the title. Um... I mean, it definitely uh, was inspired by black exploitation, but sure. not not in that vein. This is a action. This is an '80s action movie from top to bottom. 
Yeah, I believe it's the studio that did Lethal Weapon and Predator and Die Hard was like shooting on the lot too. So it was in between Lethal Weapon and Predator and they just were like reusing casts and they just were like, let's just let's just keep this train rolling. Let's, let's just action's keep, hot right Let's now. just keep this Coke train rolling, baby. <laughs> like dude, That's could good. you imagine what it would have been like back then, man? Fuck. If you the could finest Peruvian. Dude, if you could redo it, dude. Send me to the '80s on a on a fucking Warner Brothers lot or wherever the fuck this was. Put me on a movie lot with all the cocaine, and uh, I think I'm gonna have a good time. But for the record, if my parents are the same, I've never done cocaine. That's the truth. But um, boy, would I like to. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, I have a question for you. It's a serious question. Yeah. What is what is the plot of this movie, Joe? Do you know oh, what the plot oh, is? Hitting me with the old switcheroo. Uh, well, uh, okay. So we have we have a cop yeah. named Action Jackson, yeah. who is the most feared cop of all time, despite, you know, not really being that menacing. Not at all. That. But he's he's lost his stripes because he he acted rough, you know, yep. and uh, the person he acted rough with was the son of okay. Craig T. Nelson's character, who is a prominent businessman who fucking hates unions and wants ultimate More than power. Like, he sells cars, but, it, you know, that's kind of just like a, a, I don't know. A shell. <laughs> a a shell. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, he wants, he says himself, he wants like ultimate power and he, he cites Jimmy Carter of all people, the <laughs> inspiration quote of all time, <laughs> that old peanut farmer in the seventies. But yeah, he wants power and uh, Action Jackson. One of his friends gets killed by him, so he's trying yeah. to solve that and ultimately bring him down. So that, that's ultimately the plot. Okay, uh, but there's a lot more that happens. There's a lot more. There's a lot more. Point like, A and point B. Yeah, there's there's some side stories that don't quite fit in or get resolved. Doesn't really matter, but. I actually had to look up the story because I watched the whole thing. I paid attention. I got, I mean, you get the gist because it's a fucking action movie. But like, I read the plot and was like, oh, that's fucking news to me. That's fucking bizarre. Like, did not pick Which up part? on it. Which part? Uh, mostly like the shit with the sun and like, and like Craig T. Nelson, like, uh, uh, like I thought Craig T. Nelson like pulled some strings to get him fired, but like, no, it was just like, they're just the police doing their due diligence. Um, I don't know. I don't even know if that's to, true. To, uh, to, no, no. Actually, just beat the shit out of him. Like, almost <laughs> ripped his arm off. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Uh, Carl Weathers takes, um, or no, Joel Silver kind of takes credit for this. Um, but uh, Carl Weathers was totally on board. And they really, really thought that they were going to make this a uh, a whole fucking franchise centered around action Jackson. And it had the bones of like, you could kind of see that they were like, we want action. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not trying to say it was like, uh, it wasn't family friendly, but it towed that line. Cause in the eighties, I mean, they sold toys of the Terminator, which is fucking psychotic. Really. When you Robocop think about too. it. Yeah. Robocop. It was fucking nuts that <laughs> children were playing with those fucking things, but you could see like the bones of action Jackson where they were like, Turn this into a kid's cartoon and sell fucking toys of this guy. Yeah. I mean, they made him a I mean, Harvard boy. <laughs> yes. For no reason. This is essentially, you know, Beverly Hills Cop, just with more yes. 
explosions, you know, because, because he's a cop that keeps getting in trouble. Uh, somebody that he knows is killed. He tries to hunt him down. Yeah. He tries to hunt down who's responsible for this. And then at the end, the cops who were, you know, kicking the shit out of him, then reluctantly join him in his journey. And then with, with no paperwork or like procedures followed, just like, here's your stripes in your promotion. <laughs> Everything's all good now. Yeah. Weathers uh, said that the reason it didn't get to be a franchise, which is questionable, but it's because Lorimar sold the lot to Sony and then they sold the library to Warner brothers. And that was that it never resurfaced again. Well, we were fucking robbed. Dude, can you imagine the three-part of Action Jackson? <laughs> Where does it go from here, though? Uh, dude, my favorite part about Action Jackson is the unnecessary steps all every character takes in every situation of the entire fucking movie. Dude, there's a scene. I just got to save it. But fuck, man. It's just fucking crazy. They do so much work, and then at the end, they just, like, blow everything up. And you're like, well, you could have just <laughs> started there. <laughs> Correct. Every scenario also, starts that way. Most flammable town, perhaps of all time. I there are things that light on fire and explode that have no business. I'm so glad, remotely coming close to that. I'm so glad you mentioned it because I didn't write that down, but I constantly kept being like, "Why is that on fire?" Like that, like it would just be somebody <laughs> shooting, and then you would just see a f- giant flame shoot out of like a computer screen, <laughs> and you'd be like, "What the fuck?" What the fuck Remember those that? cars in the seventies, uh, Ford Pintos, where like you got a fender bender where they just exploded. That that's like what every person drove in this in this town, just constantly catching on fire. <laughs> oh man, that's so fucking funny, man. It it is something else. This movie. Um, well, let's mention real quick that uh, our guy Craig R. Baxley directed this movie, and he directed the greatest action movie of all time. 1991 Stone Cold. Correct. He is a he's a stunt coordinator turned director. Honestly, a real underdog story, if you ask me. And he might be my favorite director of all time. And I'm <laughs> like, yeah, maybe I'm embellishing a little, but also I'm kind of not. <laughs> I kind of think he might be. I mean, there's something to be said to, about these fucking movies. I mean, you can't sit there. Watch these fucking movies and be like, that fucking suck. Like, I, I just can't imagine anyone doing that. Like, I, even the most miserable fuck would have to watch this and be like, you fucking serious? Like, that was fucking insane. Like, you're going to walk away talking about that fucking movie. Like, one of the, like, yeah. either of these movies. And we discussed it on the po- uh, the Patreon uh, bonus. We kind of went through and we talked about some of the uh, options for action movie month. And one of those is another movie. And I think we're going to do it next week. We might as well, right? Like, why wait? Uh, I Came in Peace, another film by this director um, starring Dolph Lundgren. Wait, is Dolph the one in Stone Cold 2 or no? No, it's, it's... Well, Boz is Stone Cold. Oh, it's the Boz. It's the Boz. It's the Boz. That's who I'm thinking of. Sorry, sorry. I I knew it was a fucking blonde guy. Um, Stone Cold. Uh, Yeah. College college football star, the Boz, in action. A director took a college football idiot and turned him into an action star. Yeah. I mean, the Boz. Say less. So he didn't, but he tried to. Say less. Say less. I mean, dude, he should have been after this. He he was fucking great. the greatest movie of all time. Everyone's a fucking idiot. 
<laughs> and this was actually uh, Craig's debut as a director. Debut. I don't know did you, if you said that. But, um, yeah, this is the first one. This is his first shot. He does Action Jackson. Yeah. Um, so this, then he does I Come in Peace with Dolph, and then he does Stone Cold, which, what a fucking trilogy. What a run, <laughs> dude. Like, it, it, it's deserving of one of those, like, faux... Uh, trilogy titles like where they're not connected, like uh, but they are in theme, yeah, theme trilogies. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Baxley verse, the Baxley verse, <laughs> uh, yeah. And I just, I, you know, we actually started this episode off hot, which we usually never do, but um, just want to shout out everyone that came to the uh, Patreon, um, the uh, Watch along the live show, the live show <laughs> this this uh, this past weekend. It was so much fun. Really enjoyed the Army of Darkness, um, and we we will announce the live show date for this month um, soon on Instagram. I'll have Reagan do that, but um, it will be Shoot 'Em Up, starring our boy Paul Giamatti, um, and that's going to be a lot of fun. That's 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 going to be exciting, guys. If you read about it, it is considered one of the most absurd movies of all time i've been singing his praises for years man (laughs) um all right so all right with that said okay action jackson seven million dollar budget banking 65 million wow all right so it's not a bomb not a bomb not a bomb uh i think critically seven million dude he did a lot with that yeah yeah I mean, in the eighties, though. Just, oh yeah, eighty-eight. <laughs> yeah, it's true. And he got Herbie Hancock to do the music, which is fucking do the music. Yeah. That probably cost a million right there. <laughs> Dude, getting Herbie to do it when you have Vanity in the movie and give her two fucking song pieces Dude. in the movie—that's that's oh, crazy. And they hired fucking Paula Abdul to do the choreography in the movie. Yeah, which I read yeah, beforehand, and then was like. Where's the choreography? What did she choreograph in this film? Like, Vanity is just performing. <laughs> I don't. I was very confused about that. Now, but I just want to say, like, Baxley, because this this goes along with everything that we're saying with the score, and and we said it in the Patreon. He just understands the assignment. He knows if you're going to watch a movie called Action Jackson what you want to see and he just gives it to you and he does that with stone cold he's just like uh, the people's director i can't say enough about this guy and how much i fucking love him oh it, it it's it's so great i, I honestly again I, I had so much fun watching it um I, I don't think we mentioned this yet but uh sorry i'm writing something down uh craig t nelson is in this movie craig is in this movie as a villain Craig T. Nelson is the villain. You and I have discussed this, and I, I don't know how many times on the show, but a lot off the show because I think mostly off the show. I don't even know if you've ever said it on the show. The '80s action movies were riddled with like dad dad actors as the villains, and it works so well. It's so much more believable and terrifying that like just <laughs> these like. Middle-aged dads are just—they just want to 
make money and they're going to hire people to kill you. It's just like the best kind of supervillain. And if there's anyone that you would believe would do that, if you were born in the 80s, it was probably your dad. So <laughs> I just wanted to beat the shit out of you. <laughs> Practicing karate to just fucking take you out one day. Uh, that that was... And Craig T. Nelson does it to a T. We talked about it. We, uh, Robocop. He looks great in this movie. Yeah, yeah, Robocop with Red Foreman as the villain. And also, Connell Cochran is the other villain. And he's, like, even older. Like, <laughs> yeah. Crazy guy who's selling equipment. And what was the other... Da- there was one other one. Because I think we had just both watched it. And we were like, this guy's a dad playing, like, a mastermind villain. I can't remember what it was. We'll figure it out. But, um... Yeah, no, it's it's, it's funny best. as fuck. It's, it's the best. It's such a good move. It's such a good move. Uh, and Craig T. Nelson is in this, but I was like trying to figure out, like, how did Craig get here? Because when does Coach start? This is 88. Oh, Coach starts the year after this. Okay. Do you think, man, was he like... When did he hit his, like, peak, do you think? Like, Craig T. Nelson peak. Was it Poltergeist? I don't think it was. Uh, I think it's Coach. I think it's Coach, too. So, maybe this movie had something to do with, uh, you know. (laughs) (laughs) I I want to claim that. It it doesn't. But I I want to claim that very badly. He did so much work in between. Yeah. One year between this and Coach is actually insane. Because in Coach, he looks like everybody's high school basketball coach. Dude, he loses, like, all of his hair in a year. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, imagine the bleach that he puts in this. Because, by the way, his hair is bleach. Dude, it's so bleach. That's why why it's thick. He goes fucking bald. 80s 80s bleach. Especially on the set of this movie. Fuck yeah. That that is what happened. (laughs) He just finally loses the last bit of hair he had. Fucking... (laughs) <laughs> and then it leads to coach, and then that's that's it, guys. Uh, wait a minute. By the way, fuck, fuck. Uh, Craig T. Nelson. So we were just discussing because we're potentially doing this like porn show for Patreon. Don't worry about it, guys. You gotta join Patreon to find out. If you, if you have to ask, you can't afford it. Uh, one of the you have movies. To eat Alfredo. You have to eat Alfredo too. Uh Hey, guess 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 what porno Craig T. Nelson is in? Craig T. Nelson's in a porno. Flesh Gordon, baby. He he's an uncredited. Oh, he's an uncredited God. voice. He's an uncredited voice. <laughs> that was on our list. Now I, I am doubling down. Flesh Gordon. <laughs> he's also in the count. The Return of Count Yorga and uh, Scream Blackula Scream. Those were his first two movies. Um, so that's funny. Legend. Honestly, it really is. Really fucking is. This guy's a fucking. I love him. I love him so much. Um. Oh, you you can beep this part out. Any any uh, update on uh, potentially getting that person on our show? Uh, no update. I was copied on an email chain where they were like, "This is what they want to do." We we have this guest that wants to come on to promote a movie. Um. Maybe we'll talk about it on like a Patreon bonus episode or something, but I don't want to talk about it on this. But uh, yeah, we had a we had a guest that wanted to come on, but um, 
I know they want to promote this new movie, but we have some other... Com- we, we need to talk about some other shit with her. So, I kind of laid out to them. I literally just got an email, though, like, yesterday, I think, where they were like, hey, looping everyone in here to see if we can get this done. So, I haven't heard anything back, though. Um, but we made our demands, <laughs> and and that's... We will see what happens. I, I'm excited. All right. so, I'm excited. <laughs> I want it to happen badly. Yeah, we'll see what we'll see what happens on that front, but uh, we'll, we'll tell the behind the scenes story. If it doesn't happen, we'll talk about it on Patreon. Um, kind of about what that was. Um, so Craig T. Nelson is in this, playing our main villain named uh, Peter Delaplane. 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 Yeah. Uh, you got Vanity playing Sydney Ash. Who who is Vanity? Can we? Uh, do you have any intel? Oh, she, was, she was, yeah, she was like a prince protege. She had a couple of hits in the eighties, and then she gave it all that's up. Who it was? Yeah. yeah, she gave it all up. Uh, she became like a evangelist. Denounced her oh. previous lifestyle. She she died in like twenty sixteen, I think. Oh fuck, she did due to kidney failure. That's sad. Um, she had a, she had a, a heavy heavy coke problem in the eighties. Yeah. Oh yeah. She she went from Prince to Nikki Six. Not. Not great. That's right. Not great for the heart or the liver. Um, the very bad move. You got Sharon Stone in this fucking movie. We do. Uh, I was surprised by her role. Uh, I thought it would be a little bit bigger. I guess this was because Basic Instinct was ninety two, so it's before. Is that true? Like I, everyone was talking about her. That, that's what I was kind of trying to figure out. Um, she was also in Police Academy for. Um, <laughs> Why have we not done a Police Academy movie? Why have I mean, we done all Let's do all of them. <laughs> Dude, like, what am I doing? Uh, yeah, I have to add that to my list of things to watch. Uh, yeah, so she was in Above the Law in 88, Action Jackson in 88, and then Total Recall. Yeah, and Basic Instincts was 92. Um, that's cool. Yeah, uh, I also... I, I don't know how to word this, because I obviously don't like it, but it... The the decision amused me that they wait until spoilers she's dead to show her boobs <laughs> in this movie. No, you see her boobs before then. Oh, you do see it before that? Yeah, 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 yeah. She takes a shower. Oh, the shower. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Right. All right. Uh yeah, that was one thing that stuck out to me was we haven't seen breasts in quite some time. And uh it was a it was a welcome change of gives it to you. He gives that's what I'm saying. This guy just is like, you know what, these guys like blowing shit up and boobs. Now so we, let's do it. We've talked about we're going to do Sedaris. Uh, we're doing Sedaris movies in July. Like the king of the triple B. I forget what this stands for. It's like bomb, bombs, bullets, and boobs or something. It's fucking insane. What a fucking three Bs. Uh, uh, <laughs> fucking psychotic. I, these two head-to-head, man. I, I don't know. I, I almost... I think we have to have like a tournament, like a King of the Ring style fucking tournament. Backstreet movies are more coherent. There's no, there's no argument. Like I, I get Hard Ticket to Hawaii is great and fun to watch, and I agree with that. But you can't say, like, no disrespect to Sedaris. I love the guy. Disrespect. The guy, g- 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 the guy can't make a fucking movie. The guy just throw, there's no plot. <laughs> this guy at least tries. You know, he is on the verge of pornography. That's the that's the difference, right? Like this guy is making Baxley's making movies. You would buy a ticket right. to. Like, right. like you don't. Dude, you wouldn't Sedaris buy a is just 
Yeah, yeah. Sidaris is just horned up and coked up. And it's just like, I want tits and, you know, guns. That's it's like the... He has a movie called Gun. <laughs> <laughs> you know. It's like the Dino De Laurentiis thing we talked about with, like, Army of... The, or uh, Evil Dead 2, where he's just like... Uh, what about uh, this porn actress? And they're like, hey, can we just get hire the good the good one? <laughs> the good ones, the good ones that we room with. <laughs> He's like, I don't know about that. Like, it's so funny, man. These fucking guys they couldn't even get out of their own way. Um, all right, so we got well, uh, uh, oh, one yes. more cast member to mention. Uh, Bill Duke, That's who, who makes mention. every movie. Uh, sorry, no, no. separate us. Duke makes every movie he's in so much better. And he just has that face that like <laughs> he's just always angry, and every time you see it, it's perfect, and it makes it makes me laugh. Like, for oh, oh, fuck, dude, Sean. All right, I'm sorry. There is a scene in this movie. Can I spoil it right now? Yeah, yeah, of course. It's the most insignificant scene. <laughs> Action Jackson goes back to the police station after doing stuff. I won't. Just, I will. I won't spoil that part. But he goes back to the station. And he's all like dirty and, and Bill Duke sees him and he just like looks, he has, again, his face is so perfect for these roles. He just looks so like disgusted. He's like, what the hell did you do? And Action Jackson's like, nothing, man. There's a dry cleaning incident. And Duke's just staring at him and Action's talking to like the other cop that's at the desk and Bill Duke's phone starts to ring. So he goes in there and Jackson gets the information he needs. He gets actual papers in his hand and you just hear Bill Duke be like, he did what? And he just storms out. He's like, Jackson, like shaking, shaking his fist like Fred Flintstone's boss. You know? and, and fucking like a cartoon, it zooms to the camera cuts to where Action Jackson was standing and the papers are just in the air floating down and he's gone. <laughs> well, I want to say something about Bill Duke, but I also want to mention real quick so I don't forget the score in this movie is is a cartoon score. It's fucking insane. Dude, dude, when you're introduced to Action Jackson, the song is like, boom, 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 Fucking unreal. For sure. John, I think that might be an active choice because there is a scene in this movie where there's a character watching the Flintstones and he's just pleading for Dino to bite Fred's hand. Well, we're watching him do this in real time. He's like, do it, do it, bite it, bite it. And he does. He's like, yeah. <laughs> So I think he laid, he was like heavily influenced by those cartoons. Uh, that's fucking incredible. Um, There's also a scene where where Action pretends to be a preacher and he's giving like a sermon and the dude, score. This is the, oh, that was not like backing trocles, backing backing vocals under what he's saying, like a chorus line. It's dude, it was no, it was that was that was actually one of the craziest things because that was like almost like Wayne's World level scoring where it's like. The score is actually part of the movie. It's almost like everyone could hear it. The score also, you know what I mean? Without a doubt. Without a doubt. (laughs) Like, it's so blended to the movie that you're like, wait, can they also hear that? Or is this this just a farce? Uh, Bill Duke, the only thing I wanted to mention about him is I love him. I love seeing his face in every movie, as miserable as that fucking face is. And while he looks nothing like your dad in so many ways, uh, he just has your dad's vibe on it. Like he's got your dad's vibe. Like when, when you when when we get your dad pissed off at the fucking barbecues, like he has the Bill Duke vibe going on, where he's just like a couple minutes away from just like blowing up, just like fucking told you. Um, and I love opening that. doors and be like, "You fucking kidding me right now?" And yeah. going back in the doors, <laughs> mumbling under his breath, because every well, also every barbecue you start a fire and he's like, 
starting a fire. What is this fucking guy doing? <laughs> yeah, this is the guy who I caught lighting my grass on fire to see to see if it would burn quickly. During a red flag warning, which I didn't even During know During a red a flag thing, warning. Which yeah. I did not know was a thing, but I guess it's like you should not use fire at all outdoors. And, and, and that was like you, you, can, you can be fine. You can be fine for doing so during a red flag warning. It's like optimal time to start forest fires. He goes out to test the theory. On my grass. Can you imagine? Listen, man. Can you imagine? know where it came from? Like, it would just be a trail to your house. It would be a trail to my house. But could you imagine at any point in time in the last 38 years, if that guy walked outside and saw me lighting his grass on fire, I would not be doing this show today. <laughs> oh fuck alright so let's get into action Jackson here uh, we open up with this office uh, I, I mean I guess so it's so funny because I love taking notes because there's there's a um, there's like uh, how do I say this there's a there's just a it's an interesting thing taking notes because you're taking notes without knowing certain details so you're like why are we opening up in an office? Who are these people? And blah, blah, blah. Sometimes it's explained, sometimes it's not, and you don't know. Um, this one, we do learn later on, is a union employee. But Yeah, auto worker unions. Yeah, yeah so did not know that at the time. It's <laughs> kind of just bizarre start to the movie, but you're like, cool, fuck it. Like, uh, but we open up in this office. There's a, a guy and a, a secretary there. Yeah, Ed O'Ross from Dick Tracy, Universal Soldier, yep. uh, Red Heat, and and Mary Ellen Trainer from Lethal Weapon, Monster uh, Squad. She's, yeah, Monster Squad, Romancing the Stone. Yeah, because she was married to uh, the guy that did that, Zemeckis. Oh, that's right. That's right. I, 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 I just like get, her. Yeah, she's great. She's great. Um, I love that about these '80s movies is that they always give you a cold open, a cold yeah. open, dude. Yeah, like just why, something why insane. Stop happened. doing that. <laughs> This movie, this, you know, when you're in a school and like they made you write bullshit writing problems. Yes. Like, yeah. if, you don't, if you don't hook the reader in the first two Holy sentences, shit. Yeah, like, yeah. your prompt fucking sucks. This guy, this guy understands that. Like when yes. he applies it to making a movie, because this, as we'll say in a few minutes, what happens in the next three minutes? You're just like, I cannot wait to see what happens for the rest of this movie. Stone Cold. Again, I hadn't seen Stone Cold until we did it for the show, and I I was living in my parents' basement at that time when we moved with Tina, and I was like, I don't know if I'm gonna, like, I don't know if we're gonna be able to talk about a Brian a Bosworth movie, right? That opening had me standing up like on my feet, being like, get the fuck out of here. This guy understands that you need to do that to hook hook the viewer, and then get him real. He does it every time, every like, single reel him in. time, and that's yes. so funny. The point about the writing props, because like uh, James has told me they. That is still a thing. You got to give them a hook at the beginning. Yeah, suck them in. Yeah. Um, and they, he does here because we open to an office, which seems boring. Uh, and then a group of paramilitary assassins crash through Dude, the fucking assassins. <laughs> Like, and he shoots them like they're Cenobites. They're, they're, dude, they're all standing together, like the four of them, just shoulder to shoulder at any part that he shows them. And they're just like backed by smoke, right? And it's like a blue haze. <laughs> it's so menacing and awesome. And we will learn their name as a group. The group has a name, uh, The Invisible Men, which <laughs> is fucking hilarious. I fucking love it. Uh they crash through the window. They immediately punch Mary 
what's her name? Mary Trainer. Mary Ellen uh, Trainer. Immediately punch her in the face. She goes flying. Her body goes flying from the punch. Um, uh, they threaten this auto worker union employee. He's backed up to the window. You know something bad's going to happen. But uh, what happens is they shoot a grenade launcher. Well, okay, wait. First, first, wait. Throw a knife through his hand. They threw a knife at his hand. He goes to reach for the door. They throw a knife through his hand. And he's like, then he still opens the door. And then there's just another invisible man there who just fucking beats the living shit out of him behind the door. These dudes are everywhere. They are literally everywhere. Uh, then he's back to the window, and uh, they they use a grenade launcher a lot in this movie, which yeah. was an interesting choice because uh, there's no rocket launchers in sight, just grenade launchers, which is so fucking funny. And it's so funny because it's like blunt force trauma first, so right? Pummels your chest and knocks you backwards, and then you blow up, and then a fucking giant explosion. And and again with the fire, everything's on fire in this, including this guy. After he gets hit with the grenade launcher, <laughs> he is just a ball of f- human flame who falls through a window and then free falls downwards for like at least 30 seconds, which we watch. You just watch a burning corpse falling from a window to the ground. And not only does it land on the ground, yeah. it crashes through the roof into a, like a, a restaurant, a restaurant. Like a dinner party, <laughs> a very busy restaurant, people dining. <laughs> and that's how you open the that's, movie. That's how you open a fucking movie. And then immediately, immediately cut to this fucking insane 80s song. And a montage of Detroit, where we are, uh, where the film takes place. What a fucking way to go! And I, dude, I also love these '80s movies, '80s action movies, because they always take place in a like blue collar cities. You know, like I mean, of course, there's ones in LA and stuff, but it's usually like like Stone Cold's out in the desert. Like I don't know. Like I, I love the blue collar aspect of it. I love being in Detroit. Like that's so sick. It's sick, yeah. Again, very much influenced by Beverly Hills Cop. Yeah, I mean, that also. <laughs> um, we we meet two cops who will actually be reoccurring characters throughout this. Um, and if Thomas you, Wilson. So I didn't write their names down, but these are guys that, again, and this is the other part that I love about 80s action movies, and I feel like this is lost in anything today, uh, any type of movie today. These actors that just are in fucking everything, man. Like, just everywhere, all at once. They were just working hard, man. They must have just gone... Well, like you said it before, they are just going, like, set to set. You know, like, they must have just done that the entire time because these guys are in everything. Um, It's Biff from Back to the Future. Yes, yes. I thought he looked familiar. But I thought that was one of the... Does one of the Buseys play a Biff or no? It's always... No, it's always him. Oh. Yeah. I always thought it was a fucking Busey. Um, Although, that wouldn't even make sense, so I don't know what I'm saying. Uh, Anyway, they play our two, like, basic patrol cops who just appear in scenes just to be like, Whoa? (laughs) (laughs) Action Jackson? (laughs) No, no one's more enamored by Action Jackson than these two fucks. Dude, these two, yeah. <laughs> they're they're it's the so funny later on. Lies. Dude, they spread every lie about him, and then later on they have to subdue him and 
They're so bamboozled by Action Jackson. It's fucking unbelievable. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. Um, but that's their role in this movie. They just always show up. Um, and uh, w- w- one of them's talking about how he brought a girl home. And his exact phrase is, it was a regular fuckarama at my place last night. Which the other cop has one of the sickest burns, which he's... Cause He's basically talking about how he doesn't get any pussy. He's like, you don't, you don't get any pussy. And then calls his house the house of wax. And I was like, it's a fucking good burn, good. bro. Good. You good. talking about wax in it for Jay and off? Like that's uh, uh, it's good. I love that. As we gotta bring that shit back, waxing. And also worth noting, this movie no shortage of one liners. Like it is a very quotable movie. It. Okay, it's quotable, but there is, at the end, there are three one-liners that are back-to-back-to-back, and none of them make sense. And I think they... The best kind. Dude, dude, they are... Oh, oh, dude, one is, I'm Mr. Ed. What the fuck does that even mean? (laughs) What the fuck does that even mean? The guy that says that, she says that and then jumps off a roof. What the fuck? (laughs) The fuck is that? It's not a one-liner. Like It it honestly felt like a free-for-all at the end. I was like... Who the fuck was writing? Like, this is bizarre. And and I mentioned it earlier, but um, they mention that Action Jackson is a Harvard-educated lawyer, but has yeah. chosen the life of police work. And I think that is the silliest, weirdest thing to add on to a character that portrays none of those qualities in the film. Like, dude, if you were like, if you built in that he was like a sleuth or was like, uh, like knew the law back and forward, you know what I mean? Like was like, could like cite a section and be like, actually that is a law and I'm going to get you on a technicality or something. Like if there was something built in like that, that, makes sense. Right. Why you would bring that up. Fucking troglodyte. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking moron. Bullies his way to get his answer (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> literally can't get out of his own way. He's just like find, finds himself in the most avoidable predictions or <laughs> predicaments. Uh, Sorry. Uh, yeah. He, uh, yeah. He, oh, everything he d- is involved in is avoidable. It's actually, it's actually crazy. It's actually fucking great. Later on in the movie, he gets advice from everyone that he shouldn't. And, and they're all wrong until the last one who's like, knows everything. <laughs> He just, dude, he meets some guy at a hotel, and the guy's like, you should check out this guy. <laughs> <laughs> he does, and the guy's fucking dead. And then the guy's like, I told you. I would have told you he was dead. What? <laughs> oh, fuck. I, sorry. Like, I it's, love this. It's such a hard movie to not jump around in, because it's just like, there's so much absurd shit. It's so fun to talk about. That, 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 I, you're right. Like, our, our normal format might not work the best here, because all I want to, like, this is a this is a this is a friend movie. Like all I want to yeah, do yeah, is yeah, just yeah, talk yeah. to you about scenes and just jump around and be like, dude, remember when this happened? Yeah. Like I'm so excited. Like all I wanted to do all day was just have this I, this episode. Right I now. know, I know, I know. It's it's fucking great. Well, those two cops bust a thief. The cops we were just talking about, they bust this thief, and they are hyping Action Jackson up as a fucking murderer, as a fucking like a lawless cop that is like. They're like, he will literally rip your fucking arms off and shove them up your ass. Dude, he, they, they- first off, first off, this thief, he sucks. He's the worst purse snatcher of all time. And he, he he's prevalent throughout the movie, which I found funny to keep bringing this guy back. Uh, but 
first of all, they're watching him and they're, and they're like, should we stop him from, from doing what he's about to do? And they're both <laughs> just like, nah, it's not, it's not going to work. <laughs> Look at this guy. And when they pick him up, they are just ripping on him. Like they, they just picked up this kid and they're like, Hey man, would your mom and dad happen to be brother and sister? And, and then, then they start going into action Jackson, right? Yeah. Like you're saying, make him into like a lawless, like man with no name, yeah. super villain. And Biff goes, it's possible that his dad was Bigfoot and raped his mom. And that's why action, that's why action's a product of dude. I would honestly, if I, if I was Albert, the, the criminal, in the back seat, I would tell Action that that guy said that immediately. <laughs> as, soon as, as soon as I came first to words action, out of my dude, fucking mouth, <laughs> dude, I'd be like, "This is what this guy said about your mom." Man. <laughs> it is such an insane statement, and it's said so earnestly that I, 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 I think Biff might believe it. <laughs> yes, I agree. I agree with that completely. It's, it is not said as like. And like you're saying, I would have the first words out of my mouth, which by the way, we then meet action Jackson and he's like a fucking cartoon character. He, like we mentioned Sean, earlier, he's like a dope. Sean, <laughs> I texted dude. you, I texted you about this scene because they're talking about this in, in the cop car when they first pick him up. And then it cuts to the police station, which they're walking in and still just telling like Paul Bunyan tales about action Jackson. Be like one time he did this. Yeah. And then, Inexplicably, they they sit the kid down, and there is a uh, prostitute who was taken in. And these two cops are like, "Hey, how much for a hand job?" And she's like, "How about a foot job?" And Biff's like, "What?" Like, now we're talking. And he's like being sincere, and they're in the office on duty. And then, then the kid, and, and she says foot job, and she's like, "How about this one?" And it kicks Biff in the nuts, and of course the other cops like dying laughing, yeah. and uh, the kid tries to run away. Runs straight into Action Jackson's desk after hearing all these stories about him. Sees his name tag, and it's actually a pretty cool shot because the kid's eyes are like, like it's it's the boogeyman, right? And it, it finally reveals Carl Weathers. He's supposed to look menacing, right? And he's just making the. <laughs> out I said to you, I texted you, I was like, I would honestly be relieved if I was that kid and saw this guy's face. Oh, fucking thank God. It looks like this, like the friendliest guy I've ever seen. But they're trying to make it like he's menacing the way that they're, they're zooming in on his face. And the kid stands up and fucking faints. <laughs> and, and Carl Weathers is also, actually, this Action Jackson that they've been hyping up has been relegated to paperwork. So he's just like filing papers and he's just like, that. that's... It's his fucking job now. <laughs> yeah, he lost, he lost his lieutenant status. <laughs> um, yeah, it's very odd. Um, and it's scored, as I mentioned, like a like a children's movie. It, it is this like cartoon, including when he walks into his sergeant's office to be reprimanded, and, and, and it's like doom, 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 and you're like, Wait, what is this? And the guy's like. Action, you fucking piece of shit, breaking kids here. And he kind of gives us the setup to the kid uh, that he roughed up and a little bit of background on Craig T. Nelson, who. Which is wild because it happened like a year ago, right? Yeah, yeah two years, two years, yeah. He established that it ruined his marriage and his job and, and the police station's credibility. <laughs> Why are you bringing Fucking that? really hammers that guy. Over. Imagine having to listen to that every day. I'd stop being a cop immediately. <laughs> And by the way, he can. He could just go practice law, but that's fine. A Harvard degree. Get a job anywhere doing what he wants. <laughs> <laughs> but he loves fucking being a cop. Um, Craig Team Nelson, we go to him. He's earning the Businessman of the Year Award. 
Um, Sharon Stone is his wife. Uh, and uh, Action Jackson, as we mentioned, has been demoted for doing this. Uh, he shows up to this event to... Why... Why is Action going after him, though? Like, why is Action there? Why is he dealing with this horse shit? I think he just feels that he's sketchy and no okay. good. Because he gets there, and some guy is like, hey, what do you think of our man of the year? And, and Jack's just like, I think he's a conceited, two-faced son of a bitch. He says that to Sharon Stone, who's like, then they're like, his wife. And Action's like, whoop. <laughs> Sharon's like, well, maybe you guys can be friends. Of course you can. Which is funny, because then Craig comes over, and he's like, you know, Craig is... The consummate villain. He's, he's, he's great. Cordial. He's cordial to, yes. to action. Action's immediately like, "Hey, how's your piece of shit son whose armor ripped clean off, <laughs> clean off the, his body?" <laughs> uh, yeah, right. And and Craig's doing the businessman of the year awards thing, so he's keeping it clean. And he's just like, "I'll see you later." Um, we then go to a boat with more. I love the way they paint these fucking union guys. It's so fucking funny. Uh, go to a yacht for a, a, a union member who just has the highest end security because he knows that, you know, the last union guy got whacked. Um, and, uh, he's on this boat. Uh, and why does Delaplane hate the union so much? It's just <laughs> driving up the cost of the cars he's selling. I, I don't really know if that is explained. Maybe maybe a rewatch is needed, but he fucking hates. He fucking hates the union so much. Um, and uh, the union member says, "I got the I got the place tighter than the Pope's poop shoot." Fucking was <laughs> fucking writing right there. Uh, we meet those two guys on the boat, and we have to listen to them and be like, "Hey, what do you call a man with no legs on the wall?" What do you call a man with no legs in the wall? You know, those those fucking yeah. jokes that yeah, yeah. people told when they were eight. Those yeah. guys are telling like six of them in a row. And for that, some guy up top screams, will you two shut the fuck up? That guy never comes back in. I, I think that might have just been somebody. Hired a fucking cast member, yeah. Um, the assassins then show up. Uh, they They go through this whole process of killing all the guards and one by one killing them until they get to the boss who they kill in the the fucking best way they take a briefcase with a hand attached to a handcuffs they handcuff it to the the union boss and then kick them to the ground the union boss is then like what's in this briefcase opens it up it's a fucking bomb and the invisible man have already escaped when the boat explodes. Now, this is one of those examples I was talking about before where, yeah, the biggest explosion. Dude, the boat is fucking disintegrated. It's gone. Fucking nothing left. Uh, this is one of those examples where just throw the bomb on the boat and fucking let everything. Ha- like, dude, they were on the, they were fighting people. Like, it, it, just fucking blow up the fucking boat. Like. Correct. Correct. So fucking bizarre. Killing, killing the other guys with crossbows. <laughs> they had ample time to get there and wait. They could have just, yeah. like you said, put firearms all over the boat. <laughs> so fucking weird. Um. Anyway, we go back to Carl Weathers, who's left the uh, event now. He goes home to his apartment complex, gives the car to Clovis. Clovis, the valet. Made by Argyle in Die Hard. 
nice little crossover there. Oh, there you go. Um, and Carl Weathers is like, you better take care of this car. And the kid's like, oh, okay, old man, because like, the parts aren't around. I don't even think it's that old of a car, but that's okay. Uh, Clovis. He loves it. That's a bit throughout this movie, how much he loves his car. His car's not that great. Dude, it's like not, like, right. It's nothing, like, crazy. Kid takes the car and speeds away. And this is when Carl, like, almost breaks the fourth wall. And he's like, he's so close to looking at the camera talking. He's just like, boy, that car. I really love that car. (laughs) I hope he's not speeding. I tell that kid not to speed in my car, but he speeds anyway. He's just fucking ranting to himself. You are... That's such a good point. He all he is not doing, which like kudos to him. That's so funny. He's just not making eye contact with the camera. He's, he's so hundred percent break that fourth wall. Dude, dude, I, <laughs> that I, goes on for like a minute. Dude, it's so long. And I guarantee you, there's a take where he's look. He, there's probably a dozen takes where he event like keeps looking at the camera like midway. Like they're like, oh, we almost got this. He's almost through it, and then he like looks at the camera and fucking smiles. And they're like, oh, fuck, you got to do it again, man. You can't look at the fucking camera. <laughs> so funny. Dude, he's just like he's like the car's my prized possession. You can't speed in that. <laughs> tell the kid. Tell the fucking kid that was just there. He could have turned around and said it. He's, dude, he started that conversation while the kid was walking out the door. He just keeps walking towards us, the viewer. <laughs> um, Carl goes. This, oh. this when he gets when he gets into his room. Is is where I was like, all right, you know what? Maybe action is unhinged because he is relaxing, like winding down from a day. He's already in his house, like he's taking his coat off and he's having a drink, watching cartoons. He's wearing a full fucking suit, like a full work suit with his bow tie still around. Could you imagine coming home from work and keeping that on longer than the time it takes you to walk for, into your door? Like my shit is off immediately. Dude, it's like, uh, <laughs> it reminded me of, um, like the stepbrothers scene where they're wearing a tuxedo or they're wearing tuxedos for the job interview. It just seems, seems so unnecessary. <laughs> and Naked Gun, when, uh, when, uh, what's what's her name? Presley, when Presley's, Lisa Marie Presley's, yeah. not Lisa Marie. What the fuck is her name? Whatever. It doesn't matter. She comes over to uh, Leslie Nielsen's house and, and he's like, let me dre- let me get into something more comfortable. And he comes out in a full full three-piece suit. <laughs> That's such a funny fucking bit. Yeah, Carl's just chilling with his fucking pet bird, which I don't think he should legally have. I don't I don't think he's capable of handling a bird. Uh, but he has one. He has one. Also, what a weird storyline to give him about his like family leaving him. Doesn't, yeah. Doesn't that seem like a little bit of a bummer like for this character? Like <laughs> all he's got is his fucking car. He's actually leading like a pretty fucking sad life. He is for sure. Like why not well, just so- make him a fucking bachelor? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh Carl gets a call well, from I, I I guess it gives him that that redemption arc angle. Yeah. Okay, well, I mean not that, not that nobody nobody watching Action Jackson fucking cares about that. Girl, <laughs> yeah, why? <laughs> How dare he do this without his wife leaving him? Um, Carl gets a call from his friend who's living in squalor. I thought he was a cop, but I don't I don't know if that's the case. Um, guy's also threatening to kill himself. He's he's very upset. Uh, and uh, he but he has a lot of dirt on Craig T. Nelson. Yes. 
and he gives a lot of this dirt to action. Uh, but, but it's not enough. He doesn't have quite all the details given up. Action that is sweating more than anybody <laughs> has ever sweat. He, dude, he made me uncomfortable. He looked so unwell and so hot. I, I was trying to figure out what his deal was. Was he supposed to be hooked on heroin, as we'll learn, is kind of Craig's move on the side, as well as yeah, that's dealing cars. Is he's just shooting people up for free? Um, this guy's the worst businessman I think in the world. <laughs> <laughs> He wants to be a kingmaker too, he says. Um anyway, um action leaves to go do his thing, and this guy uh <laughs> action leaves, and as soon as action leaves, the door ra- doorbell rings, he opens it. There's a UPS guy there. If this guy thinks he's getting a UPS package, remember this is 88. Like, dude, UPS packages were a rare sighting. You know, like that was that was this guy must like this guy's like oh from me and the guy's like yeah sign here goes through the whole signature bit before being like it's cod and fucking shooting him in the chest through the clipboard. I love this assassin too. He he's like the main assassin, um, and later I believe we'll be wearing Carl Weathers clothes from previous Action Jackson <laughs> scenes. Yeah. <laughs> like ninety percent sure he dies in Action's first outfit. Uh, <laughs> Just fucking insane. It's like, like the shirt is like kind of recognizable, and you're like, huh, like that. Pretty sure that's the same fucking polo action was just wearing, but that's fine. Um, we then meet Vanity, who's playing our lounge singer Sydney Ash. Yes. Um, at a at Club Elite, which is Craig T. Nelson also is the proprietor of. <laughs> All the best businesses, a fucking lounge giving heroin away for free and dealing cars. Uh, Dude, he gives the best line. Like, I, I love this line so much here because she, she does this performance for him and, you know, it's like seducing him. She's like, I was expecting a standing ovation. And he just calmly leans back and looks at her and goes, you're getting one best boner reference I've ever heard in a movie period. <laughs> he is, he is horned up for her, man. He, 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 uh, he loves this sitting in his little hotel cuck chair watching her perform. <laughs> um, by the way, is 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 the meme referencing that chair in hotels is the hotel cuck chair like one of the best things that's like ever happened on the internet? It's great. I, it's great. It's fucking true, right? I'll never look at that chair the same way fucking ever. You, I'll never. I'll never sit. In <laughs> you know, that's true too. That's true. <laughs> Although maybe it's the safest spot if it's the cuck chair. I don't know. It's like the cuck chair. Yeah. I don't know. It depends if the cuck's you know doing his thing or not or just watching. Might be. Um, yeah, you know what? I'm just never going to go to a hotel. That just skeeved me out. I'm never going to get, sorry, I'm not going to Nashville anymore. Uh, <laughs> Craig, Please. Craig T, uh, is, has also been promising Sydney the career of a fucking lifetime, uh, recording deal and all these promises of fame. Uh, and Craig's basically like, yeah, but you gotta get naked and shoot up heroin first. They don't even have sex. They do. He's he's like she just gets naked and he's like okie dokie and <laughs> shoots her up with heroin. <laughs> Seems like a That's fucking scary. weird deal. <laughs> Not a deal I'd like to be involved in. Uh, anyway, um, yeah. Oh, and the but the, the heroin also comes out of a jewelry box where he's like every woman's best friend, and you think it's going to be a necklace. 
It's fucking heroin. Uh, also, how many hours does Craig T. Nelson have in a day? Because we cut to this. Does it all. We cut from here to doing karate in his fucking house. <laughs> training in martial arts in his fucking house. Just He's great. He's the, he's the greatest <laughs> boxer of all time. <laughs> and that's when we get to see Sharon naked also, which always a fucking pleasure with her. She's, yeah. What a babe, man. What a babe. Even more of a pleasure. We get to see Al Luong's face, you know, the guy from, from Die Hard. He, dude, that guy has been in hundreds of movies. Hundreds. Yeah. Never shown a single emotion. Never. Any of them. Any of them. He is the most stone-faced. He just has a huge mustache. And he's fucking awesome. I love seeing his face pop up. There's just some stuff about with that stuff where it's like, I just love when Hollywood does something right. And like, it's almost like as if every director's just like, they get it. And they're like, yeah, I'm not going to fuck with this. I'm just like, let's just keep <laughs> this going. You know what I mean? But it had to have started so early, like from fucking movie two, three. Like those guys must have been like, no, 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 this is it. Like you don't fucking make an emotion. Um, I fucking love that. Uh, well, Sharon, as much as she loves Craig, you can see some hesitation here with some of the shit he's doing. Some of the shit he's getting himself into. So she links up with action. They meet up at a restaurant and Sharon starts spilling the beans a little bit. Um, yeah. And action shows her some incriminating photos of Craig also. Um, and she's defending him, but you can sense some uh, hesitation there. Uh, yeah. They are then targeted uh, as they go outside by a man driving a cab, which is also the UPS guy. Dude, dude this scene, it's this not- taxi cab scene is so fucking awesome, and it's somehow not the best scene involving a car in this movie, dude. which which is incredible. It speaks so much volume to this movie, because this should be the greatest scene in the movie, correct? It's also, yes, that, and also, let's double down on this, it, it it's also an insanely stupid scene, and it's also oh, yeah. it's also not the dumbest scene involving a car in this <laughs> <Yeah>. movie, <laughs> which <No>. is nuts. <laughs> So, like, that is crazy that both of those things are applicable to this scene. It's fucking nuts. I fucking love it. It's fucking crazy. Um, Yeah, so this cab driver tries to hit Sharon Stone and Action. Uh, Fails at both. Action chases it down uh, on foot, I believe. He chases the car down on foot. Where he then comes face to face with the assassin. And uh, the assassin's in the car. He's Action Jackson is standing right there. Uh, and Action's like, fucking kill me, which is insane. No, no, Sean, Sean, before that, before that, he jumps on the car and the car is going 100 miles an hour. <laughs> oh, oh, like, oh. 100 oh, miles yeah, an hour. Yeah, 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 making yeah. sharp turn. Dude, it is a residential area turning left and right on every side street and actually just hanging on. And the whole time, like you see how fast this car is going. I'm not exaggerating. It's literally going hundred and actually hanging on just be like, maybe this wasn't such a good idea. And just not falling off. 
And then before he gets to the scene that you just mentioned, the part that you just mentioned, the the guy driving also has a, a handgun. He's just shooting through the window, missing missing action the entire time. He finally stops, which doesn't throw action from the car. He just stands there. And then, then this is probably Carl Weathers' best acting of all time because he is – it's like close on his face. He's like sweating and super emotional, being like, be a man. Be a man. Don't use a gun. Come and fight me, which, of course, the guy does not do. The guy has oh. a gun and a car. <laughs> also, in the in that 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 scene where he's driving a hundred, for some reason, other cars are blowing up. Yes. Like not the car he's yes. driving. Correct. Other cars on the road are just like getting out of the way and then explode like huge fucking explosions. He's it's like, the most flammable town in the USA. He's like tail whipping cars and then they just burst into fucking <laughs> flames. <laughs> explode <laughs> it's so fucking bizarre it's so fucking weird and action is challenging him and the guy's like okay i'm gonna fucking run you over now Which action's not saying he's saying come fight me it's like action what do you expect to happen <laughs> and the guy fucking floors it to run over <laughs> carl weathers who by the way is fucking jacked i mean he's a big fucking jacked. dude jacked very athletic he is not as athletic as the scene would have you believe because he does a forward front flip over the cap. Speeding car. Over a speeding car. Which, which causes the driver to like be like, Whoa? <laughs> <laughs> and, and launch himself off of, again, other exploded cars in the town. <laughs> Flies the car off of those like a ramp. <laughs> All dude, off of a car, dude, he hits another car and it somehow gets him so airborne that he crashes through the roof of a building. (laughs) (laughs) The guy survives and actually escapes before action can get over there to find him. He's fine. That guy, that guy, he's fucking fine. He's fine. (laughs) That guy's a problem for the rest of the movie. Really, actually, is and action is just like oh nuts. Like action really doesn't give a fuck. Like he's like bummed, but he's like man, say <laughs> <C'est> la vie. <laughs> um. So Sharon takes that information that she got from action, brings it to Craig, who's like oh baby, and then shoots her. Uh, yeah, kills Sharon. Unexpected, man. That was a weird. Rest in peace, right there. Yeah. Yeah, that seems great, too, because, like, she's caressing him and he has the gun in the back. So you think she's going to grab the gun and turn it on him? Yeah, yeah, it's 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 a it's a good swear. It's it's a cool scene. And actually, like, man, that seems actually to give this movie credit here. This seems actually cool because, like Joe said, they get she's hugging him. They're embracing. You see the gun in his back pocket. They talk. They embrace again. The gun's gone. And again, you're just like not expecting Sharon to get it here. So you're like, what does that mean? Like, what does that have to, why is the gun gone? Like, and for a second, I actually thought Sharon might have it. Like, I was like, I, yeah. I don't know what yeah. happens here. For sure. Um, and it's really well done. And then he caps her right there, shoots her in the chest and uh, also takes her ring, which is. Guy's a fucking piece of shit. He's a jerk. <laughs> He's honestly a real fucking jerk. You guys are fucking. <laughs> Real fucking turd. Uh, anyway, action goes to find Sydney, who is just always not where she needs to be. She's always like, she's like a fucking lost puppy. Like you just, 
every scene, like action is like, you stay here. And then turns around and is like, I got to go find Sydney. And she's <laughs> somewhere else in a room with some, some other human. That's like, she's not supposed to be there. Uh, so he goes to go find Sydney. Uh, I think this time it's actually at Sydney's place or at the, at the lounge. Um, yeah. And he meets a bodyguard. This exchange is fucking Sean a plus. <laughs> I was telling uh, one of our listeners, Moderate Chaos, shout, shout out to him. I was telling him, my favorite characters in, in action movies like this are the like disposable, yes. you know, the disposable ones that don't really serve much to the plot, but they're just so memorable. This guy is the most soft-spoken, hilarious guy <laughs> of all time. And this scene is so fucking awesome because of him. The guy is huge, first of all. First of all, I have, I have a problem. With this guy claiming to be 270 pounds. Because there's no fucking way that guy isn't at least 350. There's no way. No. No. Absolutely fucking not. It's fucking alarming. He's uh, a behemoth of a man. And like you just said, Action Jackson, he's in great shape. He is jacked. He slugs this guy in the gut. And the guy doesn't even flinch. And actually just like, hey, well, sorry about that. And then he punches him square in the face. And the guy just eats the punch and smiles. And, and then, actually, dude, I love this interaction. Action's like, you probably slapped my body through this wall if I uh, do this again, huh? And the guy yeah. just calmly and again, soft-spokenly, he's like, yeah, probably was thinking about it. But it goes against my Muslim beliefs. And actually, actually just fucking spears him through the door into vanity's room action does that like hesitation like okay fair enough pretending like he's gonna leave and then cut to vanity's room and he spears him through the fucking door <laughs> you couldn't knock him out there's no way you're gonna fucking spear that guy through anything Dude, that guy's not moving you hit him in the face full punch spears him through a door. and carl's acting even in that scene is pretty fucking great too like th- that that dialogue that 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 exchange they have in like carl's face it's it's actually a great comedy moment in an action movie where he's, it's great yeah. he's just like all right uh that punch didn't work type of also, the door the door is on the guy's left the angle action would have had to get to spear him through that door it's just in, impossible in the hall the guy took up the entire hallway it was no way. so fucking funny um i i love that well uh, he does get through, right? Uh, and then Action somehow convinces her to leave with him. I think by thinking that he's a John, I, I, I think she's going to, she thinks she's going to fuck Action for money. Yeah, she tries to. Yeah. Because she even says, so, she's like, you, either you're a cop or you're not into women. <laughs> and uh, Action and Sydney are then targeted by fucking more explosions everything's fucking exploding around them no they're not all that concerned with it though it's and then sydney becomes the most annoying fucking junkie to be around of all time it's just it's just and because she's constantly looking for a fix and actually is just like deal with it (laughs) it's like okay like this is a fucking bizarre relationship but it will become the romantic relationship uh, yes. By the end of this movie. So action is just running around, getting information from whoever's willing to talk to him. <laughs> Literally just any asshole he talks to, he'll take information from. And the first information he gets is that Papa Doc. No. <laughs> stupidest fucking name. Papa Doc uh, 
has all the information he needs. He's just got to go see Papa Doc at this bar. So he goes to this fucking bar, um, gets his ass kicked to the point where they're about to cut off his dick. That is a fact. They were like getting ready to cut his dick off. And then Sydney shows up who claims that action is her slow brother and is also a, is religious preacher. And we cut to action. Jackson starts preaching the gospel. Like, 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 I don't even know what religion that is, where it's like very like theatrical, like praise, like praise him, like praise him. And then like, as we mentioned before, this score, this like, Amen! Fucking score starts playing, and it it seems like everyone can also like hear. They can the score. hear it. Yeah, the <laughs> organ is hitting while he's talking, and there's a chorus line. Yes, like it, it is. It is a comedy bit, and everyone's like, "Oh!" And like, even the main bad guy's like, "This guy's fucking weird." Like, <laughs> yeah, he is fucking kill. And then action just beats the shit out of him. Uh, it, yes, this, this does nothing. It, the, action could have done this. In the same predicament two seconds ago, but uh, <laughs> correct, correct. <laughs> had to do all of this to totally prove it. It beats the shit out of all of them. I also love that right before this, uh, they were in the hotel where they, they slept together. Like they didn't they didn't have sex. They literally just slept in the room together, and she was pissed about it. And for some reason, they decided to uh, give Albert another another sh- shot at the screen. The guy, the the purse thief that they arrested. Oh the yeah, 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 yeah. He walks out of the room with with his with his tray, and he sees action. And he's just like, it's, it's you." <laughs> Thanks for coming back. Albert. And he'll come back at the end too, right? <laughs> Is he at the fucking party? <laughs> a fucking high rollers party in Detroit? Fucking insane. Um, so they, there's, uh, they they learn Papa Doc's dead. So they go back to this hotel that they're like laying low at because again they're just targeted by all these explosions. They go back to this hotel where there's this hotel manager, like front guy. <laughs> Who we met earlier, and who like honestly zoned out. The Flintstone I, guy loved loved the Flintstones. loved the Flintstones, and is also like claimed to be like an ex boxer or something. Like he's an, a boxer, yeah, yeah. Uh, and Action Jackson's like, this is where he got his information from. Was this guy? And he comes back, he's like, Papa Doc is dead. And the guy's like, I could have told you that. <laughs> Watched him leave to go find Papa Doc. <laughs> the fuck. <laughs> so then Action is like, okay. That store sucked. So now I'm going to go to this barber shop, talk to this woman. We don't know who this person is. And this woman literally knows everything about Delaplane. To, she's like, yeah, he murdered his fucking wife, too. You believe that? It just happened. She knows all about it. She knows everything he's done, where his hand is, who he's killed. It's fucking crazy. I, I assume we're supposed to believe she is his barber, but... Like, it's not, it's very bizarre. And, like, why would you breach that confidentiality as a barber? Like, that is, like, you wouldn't. Yeah, it is his barber, yeah. You wouldn't just tell some fucking guy that showed up. And by the way, the police are after Action Jackson at this point. The police are, yeah, because he has gone rogue. Yeah, he's been, like, he the, entire, the entire town is on fire. <laughs> uh, so then Action, again, has lost Sydney again. Um, uh, but this time she's being held hostage, but not really. She's kind of just sitting there playing with a knife. And like when action shows up to get her, the guy's like, 
talking shit. And she's like, oh, I wouldn't say that to Action Jackson. What, 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 what is happening in this fucking room right now? <laughs> um, she says, you can't talk shit to Action Jackson. And Action Jackson throws him out of a window. <laughs> Beats the fucking piss out of him and throws him out of a window. Um, so they come up with this plan with all the information from the barber where they're going to lure uh, one of Craig T. Nelson's lackeys to a building. Um, Sydney does this and action interrogates him uh, only to find out that the big plan is to use action Jackson as, pawn. as a pawn. He will be the one that will kill. <laughs> what was this guy's fucking name? They kept saying his name. I honestly don't know who it was. His name, his name was like Ferenti or something or Fanny or um. it, it was, I mean, listen, I, I really don't care if we don't know this. It's, I, I, I don't know. It was the head he was, of the he was a high ranking union yeah, official. Of, of yeah. course, it was a union guy. It's all this fucking Craig T. Nelson gives a fuck about is just killing guys in the union. Um, so it was like the president of the union or something. Uh, and they're going to use Action Jackson to kill him. Uh, but this all goes sideways because Action Jackson's leaving. The invisible men show up. Uh, it was all it was all planned all along. They get Sydney and they get Action Jackson. Um, and talk about a like a like a real jump. Like I, I know I'm jumping around right now to get to the end of this movie, but like this literally cuts from this to Action Jackson chained up and Craig T. Chained up, just standing yeah. there, being like, "Well, time to die." Action. <laughs> <laughs> There's no in between this. He he is very Bond villain esque. Like he even does the uh, I have the gold too. the gold finger, be like, "I expect you to die, Mister Bond." Yeah, he pretty much says that verbatim. Dude, it, he he is Bond villain to a T. I wrote that. Craig starts to go in Bond villain mode. A hundred percent got him chained up. They even, I think the 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 way they're going to kill him is even like a slow, like <laughs> fucking flamethrower thing that they're going to cut him up with. Uh, and this is, I think, this is when also when he like quotes Jimmy Carter, which is like again one of the weirdest yes, things. Yeah. And, and that's when actions like oh, you great, you want to be fucking president, and he's like, no, I'm a king maker. They're more powerful than the king. Craig, you are selling used cars and <laughs> giving away heroin for free. I don't know what your business plan is, but I don't think you are going to be the kingmaker that you think you are. Um, and Jackson delivers a great line here where he's like, Delaplane, one of these days you're going to really piss me off. <laughs> like, like, like it hasn't already. Which, title. which, fun fact, happens at the end. He is like, oh, now you did it. After Craig <laughs> Nelson beats the shit out of him. But we'll get there. But more importantly, action has no way out of this scenario. What is going to happen to our fucking hero? He's fucking dead to rights. You know what fucking happens is that fucking bodyguard shows up. He's up on like a fucking roof of something in the building. He yells, hello, I'm Mr. Ed. And then jumps, <laughs> jumps from like 30 Nick. feet in the air. Again, as Joe mentioned, this man is at least like 300 pounds. He jumps off of a 30 foot something. On to the bad guys yelling, hello, I'm Mr. Ed. I don't know if his that's name a reference. Is, his, name is Big, his name is Big Ed. 
Okay, but like, so, why is he making a, a horse reference? Why is he fucking <laughs> even announcing that right now? Why is he saying hello before it? Not even so like, polite. don't fuck with yeah, Mr. I mean, Ed. Like, the, we know we know he's the most polite guy ever, based on the face punching scene. So. Hello, I'm out. Mr. Ed, and he just fucks <laughs> everyone up, which gives action the time to free himself from the chains. Um, Escape the chain. Which, which, by the way, he freezes himself because, like, he uses like a welding torch. Or the, yes. the 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 flame was that would that would take a long time. Yeah, that, it, it would not. It, it heats it up for like a second and it it's, just rips through. It's the not chain. a laser beam. That is correct. Uh, and also, this so hello, I'm Mister Ed is the first of three catchphrases or one liners. We'll get you get hit with just boom, boom, boom. Next one is. Because he gets free, grabs that flame thing that we just talked about, sees a guy, sees a bad guy, and says, now he's got a flamethrower, okay? So you think of a million puns here. There's fucking a million fire heat puns. And he said, he says, chill out. (laughs) Sprays him with fire. Just a little sarcasm, I guess, on top of the (laughs) one-liner. Chill out. It's not a freeze guy. Like I was, so, I was like, oh, that's so fucking weird. That's two. That's two. Then he, they, they get rid of pretty much everyone. There's one more guy left. He looks at the guy and says, "Barbecue, huh? How do you like your ribs? What, what could he do? He break his ribs? Fucking smash his ribs up with a bat?" He just fucking blows them up. He's fucking, he's just, <laughs> fucking grenade launcher just fucking explodes them into a million pieces. Nothing to do. By the way, the guy, the first, the first guy caught on fire when he got hit with the grenade launcher, which I, I would have given you the benefit of the doubt using barbecue there, fire, barbecue, sure, whatever. Sure. Uh, this guy explodes into pieces. There's actually like no flames. It's just a fucking guy's gone. Fucking evaporates. Fucking unreal. Um, somehow, during this scene, Craig T. Nelson has escaped and is throwing a giant party at his house. <laughs> um, and our assassin's there. Our buddy, the assassin, the UPS assassin. And this is when I believe he's wearing Action Jackson's wardrobe. Um, the hotel owner is also at the party. Uh, actually, pretty much everyone Action has had an encounter with is also at Correct. this fucking party. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the valet is the valet from his apartment complex. Yes. It's, I fucking love it. This movie fucking rules. Um, <laughs> we don't have time to pay for extras. <laughs> Bring everyone that we cast. Listen, and he, he did it smarter because, you know, they just put Ted Raimi in like 18 costumes in Army of Darkness. Don't just let him be the same character. Fuck it. <laughs> just let him play the same fucking guy. Um, he uh, action gets to the party and uh, immediately starts fucking shit up. Just fights break out. Uh, the the hotel manager uh, busts out his old boxing moves, which is fucking great. It, it, one of the one of the party guests. Which by the way, this would be such alarming chaos you would just be terrified one of the guests is like oh, you're old the dukes or whatever the fuck his like boxing name was and he was like yep that's me <laughs> <laughs> fucking great scene um and then 
Craig escapes into the house with Sydney. And why don't you tell me about this car scene? Because Action oh, Jackson gets in a, a vehicle. Action Jackson gets into a vehicle and he drives it into a house, into somebody's actual house, through the doors, fast enough to hit a henchman and like fucking cut him in half. Cut him in half. The wall. But he but he doesn't crash into the wall. Like he stops like precision stopping just enough to cut him in half and pin him against it. Yeah. Then he proceeds to drive the car up house stairs, stairs that you walk up. He's driving, he drives the car up it seamlessly and then navigates through the hallway, which is a typical hallway, which has, you know, turns and corners. He's driving a fucking car. It's a full size car. He's driving up, up the stairs through the hallway. And then the best part of it all, like while you're watching that, you're like, I can't believe he's driving a car upstairs in, in, in a hallway in a house. Doesn't get out. And, and the, the cherry on top for me is Craig T. Nelson's in the room. He's like, what's all that noise? And he opens the door. And he's looking down the hallway and you see you see the car make a turn around the corner and come towards him. And he's just like, Whoa. That's so ridiculous. Dude, can you imagine filming that? Can you imagine fucking... Can you imagine walking out of your bedroom and seeing... not Like, it would be one thing. It would still be stupid. But it would be one thing. Home. If it was just like it would be one thing. If it was just a straight shot, like the car's coming straight at you. But he watches his car turn around the corner and then come at him. <laughs> That's so fucking funny. That's, That's like a Hall of Fame scene, man. That's the most insane shit I've ever heard in my life. Uh or saw in my life. Oh my god, I'm fucking crying. Oh my god! An action crashes the car through the door, um, <laughs> uh, and it's fucking. Craig doesn't even run, dude. I, I would jump out my window, right? That's the only option. You're like, oh my god, there's a car in my house. Like, I have to I have to evacuate. It's fucking insane. Craig stays in the bedroom and just waits for the car to to breach the door. <laughs> He's just waiting. He's like laying in bed with Sydney, waiting for him to show up. <laughs> Fucking relaxing. <laughs> he, he genuinely is relaxing. <laughs> Fucking insane. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> as you mentioned, how terrifying would that be to see that car coming? And you're not going to be thinking anything other than like, this guy's going to run me over. <laughs> like, this guy's going to fucking yeah. just barrel over me. He's I need to get out. got a car in my <laughs> house. Like, I'm toast. I'm fucking toast. <laughs> Oh my Navigating God. it through a hallway. It's fucking <laughs> unbelievable. Um, yeah. And Craig T. Nelson gets out. They both have weapons. And for whatever reason, Craig is like, let's go hand-to-hand combat. <laughs> Which Action agrees to. For Again, I don't know why. Just fucking shoot this fucking guy. Again, uh, Lethal Weapon, uh, they're, they're using the same actors, and inexplicably, at the end of Lethal Weapon, Mel Gibson's like, hey, everyone, stand down <laughs> to this terrorist we've been tracking, and let me just hand-to-hand fight him. Fight him, him in which, the rain. Fight him in the sprinkler. Busey's, like, winning the entire time, which uh, you would think somebody's like, hey, maybe we should just stop this madman. <laughs> Intervene. <laughs> uh, yeah, same thing. Um, and Craig beats the shit out of him. Craig just fucking 
beats the fuck out of him, but then ultimately like catches catches action in the face and then action's like, now you pissed me off. And then funk music starts playing and then action just turns the tides. Action just starts beating him up. Um, and it ends with both men fucking after being like, we fight with honor, both men reaching for their fucking firearm and shooting each other. <laughs> and they both land the shot, which is even funnier. Uh, but Craig's is fatal, shoots his fucking shoulder clean off, fucking bloods everything. As we said before, you would expect that came from a shotgun, yeah. but it is it's a little shooter. pistol, yeah. <laughs> and uh, Action also got shot in the shoulder, but it's fucking totally fine. <laughs> it's like, oh, this I got fucking shot. Look at this fucking thing. <laughs> yeah, I think Vanity's exact, exact line was like, how did his miss? He's like, it did. <laughs> it shows Because like, I wound. thought it missed. He's like, you're dead, you fucking idiot. You're fucking, uh, <laughs> totally fine. It, totally fine. Then the lieutenant shows up, or the, the chief shows up, sorry. The, the chief of police shows up and is like, action, I want to report on my desk tomorrow morning. And action screams <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Which, by the way, is a fair fucking response. He's fucking shot. Uh, and then the chief is like, yeah, lieutenant. And you're like, oh, shit. Hooray. And then action goes, <laughs> lieutenant. And then those two dopey cops show up and they're like, lieutenant. But like <laughs> excited for action also. <laughs> and fucking... Our fucking Those boy for trying to bring him down the last hour. Dude, dude, dude. <laughs> our boy Bill Duke is like, is there a fucking echo in here? And like, <laughs> genuinely seems honestly perturbed by the entire fucking exchange, which I would be also. Just everyone's screaming, Lieutenant. <laughs> Imagine like you deliver somebody news and everyone's just like, what? <laughs> yeah, I did that on purpose. Like it was good news. Um, and then. My this is like one of my favorite endings. Sydney's Sydney's there with her man, and Sydney, a heroin addict, announces she's now clean. She just has decided she's decided she's clean and she's quit cold turkey. And then action is like, I'm gonna eat you on Thanksgiving. And she's like, You can do it now. And then they kiss, and that's the end of the movie. <laughs> the weirdest fucking exchange I ever saw in my life. She's like, guess who's off heroin? And then Action's like, really? For me? She's like, cold turkey. (laughs) Imagine quitting heroin was that easy. Just just a choice. Just fucking quick, easy decision. All you have to do is say no. Um, And that's the end. That is the The credits roll. That's it. Man. Fucking loved it. I, I love it. I love this director. I can't wait to do the next one next week. I listen. I think people are gonna if you if you listen to this episode, I think you're gonna like it because uh, I have so much fun talking about these movies. Oh, it it is. It's. It, it, I was excited to do it. I was excited to do it. As soon as I watched it, I was like, "This is why we do Action Month." Exactly. And and, and I don't know if we mentioned on Patreon. I think all summer we're gonna scatter some action movies in there yeah because uh label it up a bit so much fucking fun and and like really that summer vibe that summer blockbuster vibe that you just 
I got the hiccups. That's perfect way to end the podcast. Dude, have I have you ever gotten the hiccups while we do the podcast? Not while we do the podcast. I got the hiccups for the first time in like 20 years when we were at uh, the Wilhelm Scream show. And it was like uh, the most infuriating thing that's ever happened to me. Dude, hiccups are honestly debilitating. As you get older, they're like, I get it at night sometimes. And I'm like, dude, I think I'm going to die. Kick it there. I was trying to hold my breath and I was like, I'm going to pass out and I look like an idiot. And I don't even know if that's a thing. <laughs> I haven't had it since like second grade. <laughs> oh, man. Um, but yeah, we were talking about this on the Patreon, um, sprinkling in some action movies all summer. You get that big budget feel, that the, the summer blockbuster vibe. You don't, you don't always get from the horror flicks, the summer horror flicks. And I'm sure we've got some good summer horror flicks we can think of too for the summer. Um, man, what will we do for the summer? We should put together a list of everything, but that's what, that's what professionals do, but not us, uh, not us us. wing it. Um, so anyway, next week we will definitely be doing, uh, what was it called again? It was called, I come in peace, also known as dark angel starring Dolph Lundgren, uh, same director. Uh, we also will be having a poll on our Patreon for picking some of the other action movies we'll be doing this summer. Uh, lots of good choices in there. And uh, also a poll for which porn parody we're going to watch on Patreon. Uh, separate from the live show. So if you want to do the live show, we will now be separating the two. So if you don't want to be exposed to that, you know. You could, so subjected to su- Subjected to us eating Alfredo and watching pornography. It's, it's the gimmick. You know, I, I actually, Thick I actually love sauce. it. It'll be like so much more low key. We could just eat in peace and watch the porno and it'll be nice. It'll be nice. It'll be a nice little experience. Have a little dinner, have some breadsticks. <laughs> be miserable, dude. So gross. So gross. Just overeat and watch porn. Cause dude, you're going to get like 15 minutes in, you're done with your food and you're like, being what full, I, what have I done? You're full. <laughs> a bunch of other adults, like, oh god, like this sucks. <laughs> what, am I, what am I doing? What am I doing with my life? Um, so that's on tap for Patreon. So there you go. <laughs> really, that's a seller right there. <laughs> this is a selling point. Uh, by the time this comes out, the uh, Army of uh, the Evil Dead Rise codes will be out. Thank you to Evil Dead Rise for doing that with us. That was a lot of fun. Yes. Um, really appreciate that. And uh, you can uh, go over to patreon.com slash I hate horror. Uh, that's how you can support us. Uh, I am finishing up the store. I know I've said that in the past, but for real. Um, and with some new designs and I'm working on the designs that we keep bringing up on the show. Some ideas are there. Um, so we'll be dropping some of those soon. Any, uh, any hats? I've had a couple messages about hats. Uh, yes, there are hats on that. There are hats on that. I, I don't know, like, I don't think that, the options for hats are, like, kind of weird. So, like, most of them are, like, dad embroidered hats. Uh, I'm thinking about doing another run of the trucker hats because I I just love those. Like, I wear those hats all the time. Um, they fit fucking great. Um, so, maybe do another run of those. Um, that would be kind of cool. Actually, I just got a really good idea for one. Um, so maybe I'll do those just individually, like as a limited release. Maybe just for Patreon, even for people on Patreon to buy. Um, so we'll see. We'll see. Got some ideas cooking. Um, 
Uh, and that that's at patreon.com slash I hate horror, Instagram at I hate horror, Facebook.com slash I hate horror. Uh, Joe, where can they find you? Instagram, Boognish1985. And that is a wrap. Uh, thank you all so much. Um, and for Joe, this is Sean. Stay weird. Thank you. Adios. Fucking zombie getting sliced and diced.